this is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry and I'm joined today again by Michael Bird. Hello. Michael is the Digital Marketing Manager at HPE UK and I, and we actually spoke uh, in a previous episode, which you can find at wfhpodcast.com. But we wanted to talk about a few other things today. And one of those things where I wanted to start was your kind of working from home setup. You're sharing it with your wife. So what is, how, how are you, how are you going about kind of sharing workspace with your wife who isn't your colleague? She is, you know, your beloved, but, um, how do you, how do you, how, how is that kind of shared space going? So, uh, yeah, so I share uh, an office with my wife. Uh, so she was in the middle of doing a thesis. She was on placement. So she was working for a local authority. So it did have its challenges when she was working on her thesis. That was kind of okay because she could put her headphones up, literally crank the volume to like 11 uh, because I do I do natter and I do talk a lot of rubbish, I think. I was going to say, because writing a thesis probably re- involves quite a lot of deep thought yeah. and focus. So that must and be And there's me, tricky. there's me like, oh, no, 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 like in the background. So yeah, no, she puts up a lot. Uh, she puts up with a lot. But yeah, so she, when she was writing her thesis, we have noise, a pair of noise cancelling headphones, uh, which I can highly recommend uh, for both when she's on the phone and when I'm on the phone. But when she was working, doing local authority stuff, she would have to go to a different room because they were quite private conversations, understandably. And so that was a real challenge. We're quite lucky that uh, although we live in a flat, we've got plenty of different rooms that we can go and sit in. Um, so sometimes we'd take it in turns who gets to the office, depending on what the um, who's on the phone, basically. But we'd have a little, com- we'd have a conversation first thing in the morning to decide who has calls when and try and try and negotiate. But um, yeah, we haven't quite figured out what we're going to do come September. That is a, there is a question mark around there. I think we're just going to try to try and figure it out. That's the beauty of working on laptops. You can kind of work anywhere, but you don't really want to be doing that for particularly long periods of time. No. And one of the benefits I love about being able to work from a laptop is that you can go to a coffee shop and do that and work somewhere public if, if you want to. But obviously that's not so much of an option anymore. And so when everyone's kind of deep in work, um, kind of sharing that space is something that a lot, a problem that a lot of people are kind of bumping into. Obviously the, one of the really common ones is, is having kids and kind of keeping them occupied and maybe working from one of their bedrooms or something like that. Um, but even without kids, I think just kind of sharing a space with people that aren't your colleagues is a whole sort of new problem that we've not really had to encounter before. My wife doesn't work from home. She works from an office, but she's home a couple of days a week. And it's it's a real treat to be able to go downstairs and have company while you eat and not feel totally, you know, isolated. We've invented, I say invented, we have a meal that we call lockdown crackers, which I think we're going to always call lockdown crackers, even once we are fully out of lockdown. Which I mean, it is just crackers with cheese on it, but it does make it sound more glamorous when you refer to it. Because it's lockdown crackers. crackers. Yeah. What did you do? You only do you exclusively eat crackers with cheese during lockdown, or no? It's just... I mean, basically, it's like <laughs> this is. Please don't take culinary advice from me. Far from it, but it's basically like those like cracker bread crackers with some cheese some cucumber a bit of a bit of hummus oh bougie crackers and cheese that's yeah fancy. I like yeah it. yeah and we've have it so often now we go we call them ldc 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 yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> okay, very good so what I'm, one of the things that's like really common that lots of people ask about and talk about is kind of just tools and what they use to be productive are there anything that you've are there any tools that you've used since coming away from the office and are working from home that you found particularly helpful in kind of literally just productivity? Because, you know, we talked about the fact you're a marketer. Marketers always have massively long lists of to-do items to get through. Is there anything you've helped, you found helpful in kind of just 
getting stuff done. Yeah, so I have I was I was given a notebook by my sister last year and I use it every week so I start a new uh, each week I start a new page copy the to-do list from the week before copy the items that I haven't completed put new items in that I need to complete and basically work off that and try and be really disciplined with that and that has been really helpful I think probably because that's what I was doing in the office and I think trying to have some semblance of normality I think has really helped me to adjust the things that I needed to adjust to but not change the things that I didn't need to, to didn't need to adjust to definitely and I think also it's just really easy to like get carried away with wanting to find the latest hack or the latest tool that's going to like make your life loads better. But actually just physically writing stuff, I personally find I do use lots of digital tools all the time, but then eventually my mind just gets too full of stuff. Even if it's, there's some there's something about physically writing something down on a piece of yeah, paper I agree. that just helps relieve the burden of it in your brain. And I find it helps me to kind of reset. And on a Friday evening or, you know, basically the last day of the week, I will try and write the next week's worth of to-do list because I'm really good at switching off at the weekend and the evenings. So I start, I get into the morning on a Monday morning and I'm like, what do I do as a job? (laughs) And then I have to kind of remind myself, it's a little bit like 50 first dates. I don't know if you've ever seen that, where like they have to do like that videotape to remind remind the, the lady that she's married to Adam Sandler. I can't remember who the characters are. It's a bit like that. I have to kind of remind myself what I do, uh, what I was working on last thing on Friday because my brain is so good at switching off. I want to I want to ask one more question just quickly because you touched on it. You touched on the fact that um, you're really good at switching off in evenings and weekends, and that, that actually is the last item on my list of things to talk to you is work life balance and like being able to switch off. I am rubbish at it, so I would love to know. How do you do it? Is it just the way you are? Are you programmed that way? Or do you do do you do something on purpose to just sort of try and kind of bookend your work day and kind of switch off and give yourself that that space? I have I mean, the only thing I can say is whenever my mum would ask me how school was, I would always be like, Yeah, that's all right. And I and I would hate to talk about school. I when you know, what did you learn? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I think I've always been quite good at, at kind of switching off. Yeah, it's funny that because some there, there were some evenings where I would finish work, have some dinner, and then come back to the same desk. I would just undock my work laptop and dock in my personal Mac, and it would literally be working the same keyboard and mouse, the same screens, but it wouldn't feel like work, and I wouldn't be thinking about work. So, so honestly, I, I don't know. I think it's just something something that I've I've. I've just grown up. It probably goes down to the fact that I just was just like, oh, I just didn't want to talk about work. I, the beginning of lockdown, when we could only exercise once per day, I would wake up, have some breakfast, and then go for a walk. And that would be my commute to work. And I would come back from my walk and hit my desk. I think a lot of people did that. And I think that was always really helpful. But yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it. I just. Awesome. I'm, je- I'm jealous. I think that's a, a skill that I covet. And I'm not sure lots of people do as well. If anyone wanted to find you on the internet, where would they go? You can find me on Twitter at M-I-C-L-B-R-D. It's like my name, Michael Bird, but with all the vowels except for the I taken out. Amazing. If you enjoyed today's episode, Michael, I'm sure, and I would both really, really love it if you would share it with one person that you think would also enjoy it. It goes a really long way to helping us reach more people working from home so that they don't feel you know, isolated and alone in this in this challenging weird thing that we're all experiencing you can find more information about what we do at wfhpodcast.com and as ever thank you very much for listening